I'm Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. Oh, ladies, I have been riding on so many emotions these past few weeks. Gratitude, joy, excitement. The doors for my 12-week Mom Empowered program officially closed, and I am so happy with the turnout. It just fires me up every time I see another woman say yes to herself in this way. Every time I get to welcome another mom into this journey of gaining emotional wellness and becoming more empowered a year ago, you know, which is just so crazy to think about. I hadn't even officially launched as a coach. And so seeing where I am today and how this program has grown and how it's helped so many women experience transformation is just mind blowing. I really do feel so passionate about this work. And for me personally, as someone who's built her own business and is changing lives, including her own family's life because of it, I also feel so powerful and so confident. And that's actually exactly what we're going to be talking about today, becoming your most powerful, confident self. This conversation is actually inspired by a question my coach asked me not too long ago that I have since been thinking about, processing, and also asking many of my clients as well. And the question is, who is your most powerful, confident self? Like really, what does your most powerful, confident self look like? What does she feel like? What does she do every single day? How does she live her life? How is she different from who you might be right now? Asking myself this question and then answering it was really insightful for me because it revealed areas of my life where I had a bit of mind drama and some unhealthy beliefs I had to deal with. And it showed me some next steps I needed to take in order to become more healthy and confident and empowered. And asking my clients this question has been so insightful for them too. I have enjoyed hearing their answers and walking them through the process of becoming more of their powerful, confident selves, which it really is the mission of my coaching program. It's to help them gain the emotional wellness and the tools and the support they need to create the life they've always dreamed of. And a huge part of that work does involve helping them see themselves as confident, helping them be able to live their life as someone who's empowered, and also taking a really good look at the ways in which they are maybe holding themselves back from being that powerful, confident version of themselves. So today, I want to share a couple of my clients' answers that are coming up the most frequently when I ask this question, because my guess is that some of you listening today would maybe answer in a very similar way as well. I'm going to also talk about how to begin coaching yourself and doing some mind work, some thought work that is required to start making that transition from this is the powerful, confident version of myself I want to be to this is the powerful, confident version of myself I am becoming and I already am. Because at the end of the day, what's most holding you back from the transformation you want to experience or the life you want to live is your thoughts. It's your beliefs. It's the stories you're telling yourself. And so if you're ever going to truly step into being your most powerful, competent version of yourself, we have to start there. So let's dive in. The first answer that I've noticed coming up a lot in response to this question is, 
my most powerful confident self isn't second guessing every decision she makes. Wow. Just sit with that with me for a moment. My most powerful confident self isn't second guessing every decision she makes. This is a real struggle. It's a very common struggle. And I know it because I've seen it come up with a lot of moms I work with. And I've also experienced it in my own life. You know, I've I've been the mom who doesn't just second guess decisions, but also obsesses over decisions, reading article after article and listening to podcasts after podcasts just to try to make one solid decision about how I'm going to discipline or how I want to sleep train, uh, how I want to handle weekly housework or whether we should spend our money on this thing or save it for this other thing. And I know that so many of my clients are in the process of working through this themselves, this constant uneasiness about whether or not they're making the right decision or whether or not they're able to handle the consequences of making a decision. We're actually seeing this a lot right now in terms of school-related decisions that are being made as a result of COVID. Parents are being faced with this tough decision of, do I send my kid to school or what do I do if I'm unable to send my kid to school? And this decision is really weighty for a lot of parents right now. Now, going back to what I was saying about my clients, many of them know deep down that this pattern of self-doubt and second-guessing isn't healthy for them. It's not what they want for themselves because they see that it's creating all kinds of other problems in their life, like having trouble falling asleep at night, feeling drained by giving so much mental energy to every decision that comes their way, uh, carrying around guilt after they do make a decision because they're still not sure if it was the right one, or even leaning toward inaction and not making a decision at all. So nothing ever changes, nothing ever gets done. And because of all of this, this idea of their most powerful, confident self not second-guessing anymore, that is a very bold, powerful thought for them. Maybe it's a thought they've never even allowed themselves to have before. They They never knew they could have for themselves before, which is partly why this exercise of asking yourself this question, what is my most powerful confident self look like? That's why this can be so valuable because it challenges you to examine what your life could be in a way that you maybe never have before. Now, once my clients zero in on this thought of my most powerful confident self isn't second guessing every decision she makes, we then have to work together to figure out why they are not yet that person. And like I said earlier, it almost always comes down to their thoughts and beliefs. There's a thought that they're having, or there's a story they're telling themselves that is keeping them from confidently making decisions. Sometimes that story is about their capability. Thoughts like, I don't trust myself to choose what's best, or I might screw it all up, I might mess up my kids. These are very common thoughts for moms, especially new moms, moms of little ones, but sometimes the story they're telling themselves isn't even so much about them as it is about their view of the world, or even their view of God, that they have these really heavy thoughts like, well, even if I do make a good a good decision, so, some things can still go wrong. Something will still go wrong. Or maybe they're thinking, I know what I want to do, but I'm not sure of how God will respond and whether he'll be pleased or whether he'll he'll take care of us, whether this will this will turn out good. Now, these thoughts are creating results in their life that they that they don't want. They don't want to be paralyzed by their self-doubt. They don't want to overthink and obsess over every single decision. And so in order to create more of the results they do want, 
like being able to confidently make decisions without second guessing or being paralyzed with fear. In order to do that, we have to work together to help them create new thoughts, to reframe their beliefs, find truths to replace the lies, and basically write a new script that enables them to step more into freedom and actually thrive. These might be thoughts like, I have been entrusted by God to make these decisions. Or I can trust myself to make these decisions. Or I can't control what happens from this decision, but I still have the power to confidently take this step forward. And now even though they might not immediately 100% believe that these thoughts are true, even just having this new thought that they can now practice and cultivate is what will help them break out from being under the weight of their old ones. The ones that are keeping them from being who they most want to be and creating the life they most want to live. Because once you have a new thought like this, you start to feel differently. Instead of feeling afraid or stressed or just filled with doubt, you start to feel more confident, more capable, willing to move forward. And from these new feelings, you can then take new action and then ultimately create those new results. So that's just one answer that's come up quite a bit. And some of the thought work that goes into it, some of the ways that replacing your current thoughts with some new ones can be so powerful, how it leads to new feelings, which then leads to new actions and then helps you create new results. Now, the second answer that I've heard come up in response to this question is my most powerful, confident self makes space and time for taking care of herself. Guys, this one is huge. And notice the phrasing I used, she makes space. She makes time, not finds time, but actually makes it, creates it. She chooses it. And for everybody who's answered some variation of this, this idea of making space and time for self-care does look a little different. For some, it means that they're waking up early before the kids so that they can start their day off moving their body, preparing for their day, spending time journaling and reading and being with the Lord. For others, this means that they're putting their phones away in the evening. They're putting their laptops away. They're getting to bed at a decent time so that they're not waking up tired and stressed every morning. Their most powerful, confident self prioritizes herself no matter how long the to-do list is. No matter how constraining life with little ones may sometimes feel. No matter how much desire and motivation she might have for growing her side business. No matter what other story she might be telling herself that's making her run herself ragged and become so exhausted. Their most powerful, confident self is a woman who chooses to believe. This is, this is the new thought, the new belief. Is a woman who chooses to believe that her self-care is valuable and that she herself is worthy of having it. That is the new thought they create and choose for themselves. Don't you just love that? Do you think this might be your most powerful, confident self too? And if so, what's the thought or belief that's holding you back from being her? What stories might you be telling yourself about time or your capacity or your ability and power and authority to make those decisions for yourself? Next answer I see coming up a lot is my most powerful, confident self communicates better in her marriage. No more nagging, no more yelling. She communicates confidently and if necessary, she sets boundaries. Again, this is a very powerful thought to have, but of course there are stories and thoughts and beliefs that up until now have maybe been holding them back from being this person. This might be thoughts like, I have to control and micromanage or else nothing will ever change. Or thoughts like, I can't help myself when I get angry. 
or I'm not able to set boundaries. Now with my clients, I am deeply passionate about not allowing or excusing thoughts and beliefs like these because I do deeply believe that my clients are capable of becoming the wives they've always dreamt of being. I believe that you are capable of becoming the wife you've always dreamt of being. But as long as you are telling yourself that you don't have control over your emotions or reactions, that is the reality you will continue to create. You will continue to hold yourself back from being a woman who can control her emotions and reactions, a woman who can communicate better in her marriage. So again, this is, this is where the thought work has to come in. With my clients, we pinpoint the stories they're telling themselves that is creating the results they see, meaning the, the results being that they're not communicating effectively, they're not responding to things in a healthy way in their relationship. And then we work together to create new thoughts, new beliefs. And I also equip them with some tools that will help them actually communicate better. But of course, before we even get to tools, we do still always spend time focusing on their thoughts. Because it's not just using some tool that's going to help them become their most powerful, confident self in their marriage. It's someone who truly can manage her emotions and reactions. Coaching is not about using a tool or learning some strategy. I'm, I'm telling you, there is no tool in the world that can help you experience all of the transformation and breakthrough that you long for. There has to be thought work involved. If it were just as simple as using a couple of new tools or ideas, you probably would have changed your life and would be seeing different results by now. So that's why there has to be this component of looking at your thoughts, examining your beliefs, rewriting your stories. The last answer I'm going to share with you guys today is one that comes up a lot with my entrepreneurial clients, the moms who are building their own businesses. And it's this answer of my most powerful, confident self is attracting and serving, not chasing, but attracting and serving customers and clients. This is such a powerful thing to acknowledge that there actually is a different way to handle marketing and messaging and online business building that isn't icky or pushy or makes you have to hunt and chase people down. Once you pinpoint that your most powerful, confident self as an entrepreneur would instead be serving and offering value and building her business authentically by simply attracting, then you have the challenge of figuring out how to get there, which in my belief, again, always comes back to having really healthy thoughts and beliefs, especially around your business. Whenever I work with mompreneurs, we spend a lot of time creating healthy, powerful business declarations together. Because our thoughts create our results. And if your thoughts about your business or about yourself as an entrepreneur are not clean thoughts, you will not be able to conduct business in a fully clean way. You will show up in DMs uninvited. You will accidentally harass people who show even the slightest bit of interest. You will create content and market your business in a way that sounds a little sleazy or just feels icky or feels off. And ultimately, the result that you create from this is that you repel clients, you repel customers, which is not the results you want. But if you can identify what thoughts will enable you to sell in a more clean way, attract more leads, stay out of chasing mode, and stay in the mode of serving authentically, then you have the ability to create new results. You bring in people with more ease, you make more money, and you enjoy the process of making it. Now, I talk more about this in another episode called Powerful Declarations for Your Business, I believe, and I definitely encourage you to go listen to that one if you are an entrepreneur and are wanting to work on your thoughts around your business. But now, as we wrap up today's episode, I want to challenge you to ask yourself this question that, that has been coming up, and it's, 
Who is your most powerful, confident self? What does your most powerful, confident self look like? What does she feel like? Really ask yourself, what does she do every single day? How does she live her life? And how is she different from who you might be right now? I then want to challenge you to examine your thoughts. What things are you believing? What what thoughts are you telling yourself? What stories are maybe keeping you from being this version of yourself? And what are some new thoughts you might need to create and choose and practice instead? Now, I do believe that regardless of how far you might feel from being that person that you list out on paper, you are already so powerful. You really are. You already have everything you need to take steps forward in confidence. That version of yourself that you most long to be, she is you. Listen listen to that again. That version of yourself that you most long to be, she is you. You're just still in the process of fully becoming her. Whether that means you've got some changes that need to be made in your life or you have some new thoughts and beliefs that need to be cultivated in your mind. And the good news is I'm here to help. Now, if you took something away from today's episode, I'd love to hear about it and for you to share it with your friends. You can take a screenshot, put it up in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Jessie Aredia because, as always, it makes me so happy to know that you guys are loving the show and are walking away feeling encouraged and empowered. Thank you guys for listening. I am so excited to hear what you think your most powerful, confident self looks like, and I will be back next week with a new episode for you. Until then, take care.